I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we are live on a Saturday, ready to do feedback. If it's Saturday, you know what time it is. It's feedback yes. time in the afternoon. You can find this podcast everywhere you find podcasts if you're listening Right now, you found it somehow. Yeah, Leave us did. a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We read those on our feedback shows. It makes us feel very warm in our tummies. It does. The official weapon of the show is... Phone chair. And the unofficial sport... Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Today is feedback. That means we're going to talk about the things that y'all had to say about what we said throughout the week. You left your comments. You want to be heard. Just going to up front i made a couple mistakes this week the first one i forgot to do doing it for the gram i know boo it's on me and then <laughs> for some reason i had i forgot that i hadn't uploaded the last episode to youtube yet so i had to do that after the show's over okay uh it was a busy week for me i had a lot of stuff going on yeah so they might be a, a, a few episodes behind one yeah. it's just one, one, episode. one episode i just okay. need to i just need to upload it uh but yeah just just i noticed that when i was looking at the feedback i said oh damn but uh <laughs> you know but still we had a lot going on and uh we did you know if you're premium you got balls deep in the pregame and you know we went to hornets game last night we're going again tonight yeah, like got movie reviews got movie reviews I, I still have some more to do that's how many that's how much stuff i'm doing um but let's get into the show feedback there's people that go to theblackguywhotips.com, theblackguywhotips.com, look on the right-hand side, and there's like a little button there that says like, hey, donate. You can donate to the show one time, recurring time, any amount, any denomination. We are not judging, okay? We are mm -hmm. not getting upset with you. We not calling nobody out no matter how little it is or how much it is. Child, we, we, we give everybody the same shout out. We take it all. The kind of foes, the kind of jingles and electronic kind. It all spins the same. So let's get into uh, that segment. Right, new dollars, new hollers. Let's talk about the people that gave us that dinero. Alexis H, thank you so much. Tanya S, Josh Wonga from Down Under, thank you, mate. Good day. Marlon B, yes, Marlon B, Dostry J, Tiffany B, Shirley Wong Esquire. Please say the Esquire every time, the whole time. Lindsay B. Mr. Span from the Mr. Span podcast, or Mr. Span podcast, I believe now. Jay Fool, uh, Palmetto Stone Magic, Alfonso M, David C, Autumn W, I think that's David from Brooklyn, but I'm not sure. Uh, James C, and lastly, Jasmine J. That's everybody. Okay, we appreciate that's everybody. the money. Okay, Thank you. it will be spent. It's going to good places, mostly our wallets, and that's. The place we promised it would go. So thank you. We ain't lie to you. Mm. Woo! All right, let me stop because you know JL Covan not comfortable with that kind of music. <laughs> 
That's the music we're playing in the color purple. He gonna lose his mind. You know, he needs that. Ha 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 ha. You gave us money, white people. Amen. All right. Speaking of amen, we got five star reviews. Okay, we got some five-star reviews here. We got, uh, I believe, at least two new ones, but I think maybe three. Like, I feel like maybe we didn't read. Yeah, it's definitely three new ones. So okay, here we go. let's go. This is from You Know Sal in the United States who says, I listen to the Black Out Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Five stars. Yay! Greetings, Karen and Rod. I listen to your show regularly, and every time I listen, I enjoy it. Y'all are entertaining and wonderful. And honestly, you know what? That's all we want, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I know other people call in and they pass a regressive kind. Like, I don't always agree. We don't want you to always agree. That wasn't the promise that we gave. I clear wasn't we, the promise. We what didn't set out with that as a goal. We didn't even think it was possible. But I hope you don't always agree with us. I do like the idea of always enjoying it, always being yes. entertained or something. Like, you know, like we're just passing the time together, everybody. Yes, we are. The dynamic between the host, co-hosts, and commentators is delightful. I particularly like when the show's topics are political. Of course, I don't agree with all your political stances, mainly Rod's views on the status quo. I don't even know what that means. It's general enough to mean anything. Yes, it is. So you think it is okay that gay people are being discriminated against and that women don't have the rights to their body. That's terrible. I actually hate that you wrote in to say that. Uh, You could have been specific, but you weren't. So that's you now. Okay, you hate gay people and women. <laughs> Next time, say it with your chest. Be more detailed. Nevertheless, I love listening to the Black Tips podcast and know the banter segment is not too long. Karen is always dropping useful dimes in her banter. Five stars just for that. Happy holidays, Tyrone Biggums. Thank you, Tyrone. Thank you. The next one is Awkward CC who says, love it. Five stars. Who news is perfect? Thank you. <laughs> Glad y'all enjoy that. I'm glad too, and I know I'm not the only one that says who. Uh, pod of the year every year from Warrior Sport uh, uh, in the United States, who says the Blackout Tips podcast is the 2023 podcast of the year because Ryder Karen are always podding about the latest news and entertainment. The show is always entertaining and informative. The hosts are phenomenal, and the banter is top notch. It's awesome to have voices like yours in the podcast environment. Wishing you great success in the years to come, and happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. And you know, it's uh, like I said, it means a lot to us because. Uh, you, there's a lot of podcasts to listen to. Y'all choose to listen to us. Uh, don't know why y'all want to take shots with the don't always agree shit. It's, it really, if you're hearing the sound of my voice and you actually give a fuck about us, please stop. We're good. We know you don't agree with everything. We talk literally 10 hours plus a week. I, and I guarantee you, if we heard all your opinions, we would not agree with everything right. that you all said. All I'm hearing is, y'all must be some egomaniacs that expect everybody <laughs> to agree with you. And it's like, stop doing that to me. You know I don't believe that. Like, if you if you have a disagreement, this is a feedback show. Write in. You got emails. You got voicemails. Yeah. We Big leave details. the most room in podcasting for people to respectfully Big emphasis on respectfully disagree. Yeah, respectfully. yeah and, and people have wrote up here and called an email and let it, I don't agree. And they went into great details and we just was like, well, we understand. Well, we address I don't need whatever. great detail. Like, keep it short. But my point. <laughs> Not too detailed. I'm my, sorry. Yeah, my point is like, this, we the only podcast in the world doing feedback shows where people get to write in and be like, 
I felt differently about this thing. Right. And as long as it's respectful, we keep respectful. it cute. Yep. And I and I think, you know, so I don't I, I don't know the purpose that it's served by I don't always agree. We get it, dog. We we know you don't always agree. <laughs> it it really goes unsaid. It can go unsaid. Just my friends don't always agree. You know, I text JL Covan several times a week with where we disagree. It's fine. We're still cool. It's it's going to be all right. So <laughs> Me and Ron in the same household. We don't always agree. Yeah. If you would like to <laughs> write in with a specific disagreement instead of the, you know, just go ahead and write in with that. It, it'll be all right. Just as long as we're respectful of each other, it'll be fine. Right. That's all we ask. Respectfully. Yeah. I've, I've listened to, and I know these podcasts that, they 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 flip the fuck out on you when you write in and it's how dare you have a different yeah i try my best we try our best to not be like that correct and it's a turnoff and it kind of scares people which i can i completely get yeah yeah not saying you gotta like just i'm not a robot if you write up here and you're just insulting and lying and shit I, i might get heated i might get upset but just in general if you just like Actually, I think if we don't vote, we will get a utopia. That's your opinion, man. I don't agree. You know, <laughs> like, like I don't. Okay, cool. You got it off your chest. You know what I mean? Start your own podcast. Let people write into you. See how I feel when motherfuckers like I don't agree. Okay, cool. What about what? No need to say. Just I just don't know. I just normally just don't agree with everything. <laughs> Fuck out of here. All right, episode twenty eight sixteen was a feedback show. And the, the title was aptly, No One Agrees With Everything We Say. <laughs> I can't stress this enough, guys. We are aware. Uh, Appia left two comments. I have overall made great experiences with people on the internet and social media, like meeting people in this community or meeting my husband on the internet. I don't get in fights on the internet. Of course, I've been on the edge of getting into a fight, but I really managed to disengage from the situation every time. But it was hard sometimes. But I just want to make my point clear. I often, she put in quotes, I often thought, but luckily I also knew I never can maximally say I'm leaving this situation, but also it's possible for me because I don't make my money on the internet. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And I think a lot of people are trying to make money on the internet, so they kind of feel trapped there. Like if you're an influencer or your Twitter engagement is how you make your money or your TikTok or whatever, it's probably hard for them to truly say, I'm going to be silent on this topic. Or, hey, we just disagree and I don't need to keep making my point. Um, and, you know, people are always like feeding the beast on the internet. Like there's yep, keep, it always got to be fed. Yeah, it's keeping it going and, and shit. Um, the thing I was going to say, though, is I, I've seen, like, uh, especially with Keith and the girl, Keith Malley, uh, uh, go go back and forth with Apia uh, <laughs> from the forums to, to, to the show. And so I, I don't, I mean, I, I, you know, I can't define what getting in a fight feels like or is for you. But, you know, I, I feel like Keith was definitely in a fight. Like it was a fight to him. Uh, Abia says, why can't other industries be as great as Big Pharma? In quotes. Thank you, Rod. Finally, some respect. We are so curious, inspired. We change lives. We imagine, reimagine medicine. Real quotes from the company. And now we are an example of diversity. Nice. Yeah, I'm just saying. Y'all giving this, y'all's commercials are definitely an example of something to aspire to because at least they casting black people in their commercials. You know, at least it's diverse. Um. All right. The poll oh wait let me check the comments on youtube sorry um no one agrees with everything we say um we got two comments drake says no one i do not everything no tip i'm hip so yeah that, that's <laughs> literally what i said no one agrees 
uh goodwill blurton says i had a panic attack when they announced cheeto dust had one living in texas i've seen so much complacency from people when it comes to voting oh how i wish wendy davis had won the governorship two elections ago i'm glad that my dad instilled an urgency when in me about the importance of voting he would tell me that too many people died for me to have the right to vote mm-hmm. it's true mm-hmm. that's it's true that's how i feel and but you know me just maintain the status quo over here. That's what I'm into. That's not the status quo. Karen, it's the status quo, okay? That's what people disagree with me about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, and I agree. Like, for me, when I pull the lever to vote, I'm not voting for me. I'm voting for the people that also died for the right and the freedom for me to have it. And I'll be goddamn, I'm going to allow somebody to take it away from me. That's my motivation. So my motivation is completely different than a lot of people where it's like it is voting is contingent on how they feel and the topic at hand for whatever happened in the fuck online today. The poll was, do you think Amy and TJ are lying? 91% of our audience thinks they're lying. Of nine, 9% do, does not. On Spotify, 62% think they're lying. About 40% think they're not. That is a huge disparity between those polls, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, I think they're lying because, you know, as we've read on the show, the ex finding the love notes to me is a clear sign that some cheating they was happening. Because that's not newsworthy if y'all not together. It's just Correct. not. Unless, like, your ex is a psychopath who's just out to get you in the press. Like, I don't know. Which, if that's the case, they haven't said that's what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Q&A. Let's cozy games and chill. Lisa says, Spotify won't allow me to leave more than one five-star review for y'all. Otherwise, I'll be five-starring you two on the daily. My heart warms every time I see you posted a new episode. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Lisa. Chris says, Godzilla and the sinus infection weekend. No COVID confirmed. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I guess he said he's going to go to see Godzilla. Yeah. Enjoy. Dig Al704 says, I'm in Charlotte and I paid $28 for my Renaissance ticket. I did have to pay for parking though. I would have got dropped off. I snuck a soda in my purse because I was not paying for concessions. $28 for your Oh, you mean at the movies? Okay, let's get to the bottom of this shit. Cause I, I honestly did not know there were $28 tickets out there. I'm on Fandango right the fuck now. Let me sign in <laughs> to my account. What was you at when you had to pay for parking downtown? Because I swear we go to the movies weekly. Yes, you know? we do. Like not weekly, but, but, but at least a couple times a month. month. Yeah, before yeah, pre-COVID we was going like weekly. So if I go to Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, let's see. So you got your two o'clock showing and you got your nine forty-five. I'm gonna click on both to see what the difference is because we sometimes we go during the matinee and that might be saving us a lot of money. So maybe that's why we don't know. Um, but getting one ticket. And you go to next. You know what? $23 at the, where is this at? Um, what, what theater? $23 at AMC Park Terrace. Okay. And that's I mean, the, that's $23.60. And that's the 2 o'clock. Let me okay. see what's going on no, to 9 o'clock. Yeah, because 9 o'clock would be like. Oh, it's still $23. Still, but 23 is a grip. Okay. So, okay, so it's twenty-three dollars. Okay. Yeah. I definitely don't feel like I was paying twenty-three dollars when we went to see Godzilla, but Mm-mm. 
Matter of fact, can I go look at my y'all got I'm sorry to go down this rabbit hole, but now I'm looking at my <laughs> How much did we go for prior it? purchases to see like maybe I've been spending a lot of money. I just ain't been paying attention. <laughs> we ain't been paying attention. Yeah. What if I look up and be like, damn, man, I've been spending fifty dollars a ticket or some shit. Let's see. Godzilla view order details. Um no, nah, it was twenty dollars and seventy nine cents for both of us to go. Together. Yeah, both okay. of our tickets to combine with twenty dollars and seventy nine cent. All right, let me see the Marvels. What's going on with that? Twenty one dollars for both of us to go combine. So, I don't know. I guess y'all fucking up out there. I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all going at the wrong time, player. You gotta, y'all gotta get like us. Y'all game the system. Apparently, we've been gaming the system. We ain't even know. <laughs> we Thursday even afternoon, know. it's it's lit in Thursday afternoon. We up there, we up there going. That's why free. we be going early. Shit, they uh, 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 pre COVID, they was like, oh, we gonna put them out on Wednesdays. Me and Roger Games up there Wednesday at five, four, four, four forty-five. We were there. Tiffany says, Rod and Karen, we appreciate when you're passionate just as much as when you're funny. Love the vote episode. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but I'm always a little surprised when we have a serious episode and people still love it because you know, I know that people probably tune in with the idea in mind that oh they're gonna be silly or they're gonna be funny Funny. or whatever and sometimes it's like you know this isn't a funny thing to us it's not serious it's not a joke and we're not we want to convey the seriousness of it and and i'm glad people still fuck with the show when we do that i'm glad too because it's also one of those things where we've kind of our audience us and our audience we have a relationship with where we're they understand it's going to be silliness, it's going to be goofiness, and three seconds later we're going to be talking about some other shit laughing. But also it's one of those things where when it comes to certain things, it's not a ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, so I don't want it to come off as that so that people don't take what we are saying at that time very seriously because, you know, we can, quote-unquote, do it all, you know, and I've listened to a lot of podcasts. A lot of podcasts can't do it all as far as going from, you know, silly to serious, back to silly to serious, you know, all around, you know, depending on what's being told. You have to have a uh, a type of personality that can uh, portray that, particularly across the mic, because most people are listening to us uh, audibly, mm-hmm. and they don't not really actually seeing us. So, you know, you have to have something in you to be able to do that and, and have a special type of personality, because a lot of people, they just can't do it. I know, because I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and some of them now. Yeah, I think also, like, there's a button that some shows have decided to push. There's a lane they want to stay in, mm-hmm. and they're like... We're just gonna be silly all the time, regardless of what's happening, and I, and I respect that too. It's, Me too. You know, if that's what people come for, and that's what you've been given, I think you know, uh, especially if it's something you're not prepared to talk about or you can't talk about right. in a in a informed fashion. I get it, but yeah, sometimes it'd be like that. And thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. Quee or Key Taylor says, Rod, have you ever thought about putting the names of the interludes in the show notes, especially when people ask for the names every week? No, too much work. Uh, it, it's easier really for some motherfucker to write up here and be like, "What about this one?" Yeah, um, because I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Uh, most people they don't even check the notes because sometimes people ask questions and I answer them online. But a lot of times I want to say it's in the show notes, so yeah. people don't even read the notes at the time, y'all. Uh, and it only happens like once every month or so. Mm-hmm. TG says I play a lot of Animal Crossing, Breath of the Wild, and Hogwarts Legacy. It's my favorite way to chill. Going to add Karen's suggestions to my list. Yay, I haven't played a Hogwarts Legacy. I'm close to getting it, though, but I don't know mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't know how it's going to play. But I've been hearing great things about the Harry Potter. I'm not even going to lie. 
It did get a lot of great reviews. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it I'm was, very tempted to pull that trigger. Yeah, I just, I don't think it's a cozy game, no. I think you fight and battle and shit. Oh, like okay. It's, like, I think you do, spe- like, you know, there's action in those Harry Potter, in the Harry Potter world. Okay. It's just wizard action. Okay. Um, but anyway, I but there's a lot of other stuff you can do, too. Make potions and all that. Right. I just, I'm, one, I'm not a Harry Potter person. And two, I just, I, I know, the J.K. Rowling thing, it's not that I... I'm not boycotting her. I don't really care. I know a lot of people are making like value judgments about people mm-hmm. that are playing this game. Mm-hmm. I but I do also not want to get in the fray. Right. Like I just don't want some motherfucker like, oh, I saw you playing that shit on PlayStation. Uh, you, I guess you okay hating trans people. And like, you know you're being a dick. You know I don't agree with that. Right. And I just and it's not it's not cool, but I just don't feel I I'm fine missing this game. There's too many games. Um, M. Nicole says, indeed, Bianca says, not the first movie without parental guidance, but it was probably needed, the crying game, slightly traumatized. Uh, yeah, if you watched that without uh, parental guidance. It was an interesting movie. I've seen that movie when I was a kid, and I definitely remember the scene, the pivotal scene. And and this, and maybe, like I said, it could just be me. It could be the way my sexuality is 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 wired or whatever. My empathy is wired. I don't know. But the scene where, like, the one, he's dating a trans woman and they get ready to have sex and the trans woman takes off her dress and she has a penis. And I don't know if it's a, I can't remember the plot, so I don't know if it was like, surprise, penis, or if it was like, you know, I did know this was coming, but I couldn't handle it. But like the dude in the in the movie, I can't even remember if it was like Richard Gere or some white dude. Whoever the white dude is, he like vomits, like violently vomits. And I just remember thinking like how hurtful that must have felt. Right. And so, like I said, I don't know. I don't remember the plot enough. Is if it because it's either it's fucked up either way. Like it's either fucked up that Hollywood was like surprise a trans person you know how trans people love to surprise people with their bodies right before they have sex no need to warn anybody or if it was written in there and he did know and he still threw up it's just it's just fucked up so that's all i remember from that i I never was i wasn't traumatized by the oh my god a trans person i was traumatized by the reaction of like Oh my God, this person I, that he seemed to really be into dating and shit, he was like, I'm so disgusted by your body. I'm going to throw up. That, I feel like that would make anyone feel terrible, no matter what was happening with their body. Yes. Uh, Carrie says, I'll bring some edibles if somebody got snacks. I feel you on that, player. Uh, let's get to the next one. The next episode is 2817. Speaking of abusers, we got four comments. Uh, Appia says, I didn't know what a fruitcake in America, in the American way was. I looked it up and it doesn't look appealing in any way. The fruit in it looks very suspicious. And in some pictures, it appears to be glowing. I wouldn't trust it. I'm not glowing. Thank you for providing. That shit is chopped up in there like green, like green onions and shit. You're like, why is it so small? Uh, thank you for providing uh, educational content. You're welcome. Uh, Sofa King says, full disclosure, I spent a significant portion of my childhood in predominantly white community, so take this for whatever you think it's worth. We grew up next door to this elderly white couple. They used to spoil the shit out of me and my sister because they saw us more than they got to see their own grandkids, even though their children didn't even live that far away. Anyway, the wife used to make what she called seven-day cake, which was fruitcake and everything but name, and we loved that shit. We used to beg for it like fiends whenever we went over to their house. Shout out to 
Mr. and Mrs. Mel rest in the most peace. Aww. Well, I'm glad some good came out of fruitcake. And I did tell y'all, uh, please don't write up here with your I love fruitcake ass news. <laughs> but, you, but you couldn't help yourself, so King. <laughs> That's how much you love that fruitcake and that white lady. Uh, childhood memories. You couldn't help yourself. I said, that don't worry. That white woman put her foot in that fruitcake. I said, I know. I know some. It's always a black. No matter what joke we make. I understand in real life. We are not a monolith. A black no, person enjoys everything we joke about not liking. There's a black person that loves it. It's they motherfucking jam. So I knew someone was writing in. And I'm sorry it was this you, Sofa King. You didn't need to expose yourself. <laughs> Nobody, we didn't need a volunteer for tribute, but you you had to be the one. And I'm sure there's other ones that secretly wanted to write in that are thankful you did. So <laughs> enjoy your black fruit cake, guys. <laughs> Brazen says, I'm over here in the UK and Weatherspoons is a well-known pub chain here and in Ireland where you can get cheap drinks and mad food. I've had plenty of fun at each one I've been to. EVE says, having re-gifted the fruitcake I was gifted, I wonder why the fruit, why the fuck is so heavy? Because what's in the fruitcake that makes it hard as a brick? Like, you can rob someone with a fruitcake. <laughs> yes, you can! You put it in a pillowcase and start threatening <laughs> to hit people in the head. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it would almost be as effective as a gun. I feel like uh, a food, it felt like a food white people came up with in the depression. Yeah. You know what? I bet you you dig back in the history. It probably is something they came up with in the Depression. Yeah, it feels like it stores well. Oh, yeah, and it lasts forever. Like, it feels some like... shit that don't spoil. It feels like some shit that, like... That and canned goods. It feels like some shit that they put with, like, hard tack and rations. Come on, hard tack! In the Civil War. They be like, give me some salt pork, some hard tack, and some rations. Like, why? Because... This shit will never spoil and put two fruitcakes in there. <laughs> the regiment needs this. <laughs> that shit is waterproof. You don't have to worry about it sogging or spoiling. <laughs> no, no comments on the YouTube. Um, the poll was, have you ever heard the Weatherspoons game? Only 4% of the audience on the website have heard of it, meaning that 96% of the audience had not heard of it. And similarly on Spotify. 2.7% of our artists have actually heard of the Weatherspoon game and 97.3% have not. Um, very interesting results there because I, 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 it was just got to be some British things and maybe yeah. we don't have enough Brits listening that, that, that vote on Spotify and on our website. Um, let's see. The, the Q&A was slow down, Sauce Walker, because he was speeding um, 130 <laughs> miles an hour. Woo, going uh Kree taylor says i've heard men say equal rights equal fights about domestic violence some of them really want to be able to hit women and there be less consequences for it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keisha yeah. says why does equal rights mean the right to commit violence and be to be impolite to women right you never hear these arguments or these hypotheticals or these like funny segments about equal rights being like let's get paid the same mm -mm. you know what i mean Dang, it's always like i that. would like to do something horrible to women that is already happening to them by the way already i'd like to do something horrible to women and, and it'd be funny because that's what equal rights is to me that's real equality you know and, and it's never like these guys that that, that you're they're constantly making feminist arguments in other parts of their jokes and podcasts and shit. No. It's just so hacked to me. Uh, Ignacio says, real simple, keep your hands to your goddamn self. 
Uh, and Carrie says, Weatherspoons game sounds like an Olympic tournament for grandmas. <laughs> oh, Weatherspoons. Oh, you put Weatherspoons, so he changed it. Yeah. Weathers Originals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who got the most Werther's Originals in their purse right now? <laughs> uh, who got the most strawberry candy in their purse? Don't nobody know the actual name of and everybody just call it strawberry candy. Right. Um, with the Chewy Center. Yeah, some shits is good. Episode 2818. Who? News. Uh, <laughs> writes in, in my opinion, there's no long-term relationship without liking each other. Being in love comes first. Hot hot exciting and not lasting very long grandpa grandma apia agrees with rnk it fades fast if there's no liking each other most days are regular days and if you like each other that's pretty great i call myself grandma just because it sounded like children let me tell you about life not <laughs> not because it's something old-fashioned tommy says i am listening to this as i'm cleaning school and i'm disgusted this man is a disgrace to the profession of educational custodian work and our very real guy guild will punish him to the fullest extent. <laughs> he did hit us with the I am disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> That's my clip. Yeah, he so he's talking about the guy who um uh put like uh urine and all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. in the, uh, the, yeah. the foods and shit that the kids had to eat and so the guild of custodians does not approve i am disgusted that, um, that's what this letter sound like to me baby mm -hmm. it sounds it sounds like uh sounds like this one too. get disgusted by a lot of things i'm very disgusted to be quite honest with you i'm just so disgusted i can't tell you how disgusted i am i'm disgusted with him right now I'm so disgusted. I'm disgusted with it. I'm so disgusted. I'm so damn disgusted. I'm just disgusted. Oh, I'm just I'm just trying to be cool. Uh he goes on to say he shall drink the kitchen mop water and chew all the gum under the desk. Then get pelted with dodgeballs. If you ask a school custodian about the measures, they will deny our organization exists. I'm trusting the whole of the black autist community to not say a word about this very real guild with very real rules and punishments. All right. The I profession won't say a word. The, Yeah, the, the, the listen, the real custodians out here regulating. We Come need on. that. Uh, y'all should put some sawdust down his throat. <laughs> Ernest says, "White folks, if you you know what's interesting about sawdust, sorry, is when you're at school, then someone throws up or something, they always throw the sawdust down. But like, how come people don't have sawdust like in our kitchens? Like the only place I ever see it is like professional custodians at a school. Yeah, cause ain't nobody trying to deal with fucking sawdust at their house. I'm just, it's just if it work the way that it's uh... supposed to work." How come it's just like, well, you keep a little sawdust in the house just in case shit go down. You know, you hope to never have to use it. Do you need a license to have professional sawdust? Is it That's a good different? question. I, I don't know. Should I be going to the workshop does, and does, sweeping up and being like, just in case? <laughs> does it make it turn hard so you just easy to clean I don't up? know. Okay. Does, do they keep a little bit of that? They also have that, like, pebble stuff. They do. That, that green pebble stuff mm -hmm. that I've never seen, seen anywhere any, but a school. I wouldn't even know how. They buy that shit in bulk. I don't even know what it is or where you buy do, it from. Do custodians outside of the school have it? Like, if you go to a hospital, oh, do they have the green stuff? That possibility. I don't know. I, I probably don't like, really want to know. It was like, we don't sell this shit to the public. They but stupid. I, I have questions. <laughs> I have nothing but questions. Never seen that shit anywhere else. And I never seen it in a store next to the, like, pine saw. Like, get your pine saw and your throw-up dust, just in case. <laughs> Some shit goes down in the, in, in the, in the, you need to get rid of it. 
Ernest.com says, white folks, if you can't see my feet, you must keep your language neat because I ain't trying to hear all that. Save it for the racial chat. New Doja Cat freestyle, maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, she done with she done with these white folks saying being racist. Eve says Kevin McCarthy can go all the way to hell. He's a coward piece of shit. He was perfectly fine with Trump while he was in Congress, but now he's a problem. I bet they all feel that way about Trump, but are too scared to speak up because they don't want to lose their positions. Agreed. It's only when they leave or get kicked out do they want to get brave like that dude from NC, Madison Cawthorn, and George Santos. They can all kick rocks. Agreed. Yes. I agree, sis. Yeah, because you're part of the problem why he got in office in the first place. Kiss my ass. Uh, no comments on the YouTube for who news. Um, but the poll is who is going to win bad versus wild? The chocolate goddesses, the caramel goddesses, or white supremacy? Karen? <laughs> I said white supremacy. Karen's going with white supremacy on this one. Uh, the vast majority of you agree with her. 87.5% of y'all say white supremacy. 4.17% say the caramel goddesses. And 8.3% say the chocolate goddesses. Um, similar. Ooh, it's evenly split between chocolate and caramel on Spotify. 7.8% each. But white supremacy still came in with a whopping 84.3%. Uh, and I do think yeah. white supremacy is winning whenever we're using colorism to 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 divide and conquer yeah. white supremacy come in never lost mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like you ain't gonna beat me yep they won a lot of competitions yes they have uh the q a was oh no not quando rondo <laughs> ah uh roger says i blame pepsi rappers started getting locked up when sierra miss changed the story because story isn't as alkaline okay uh autumn <laughs> said autumn says who anytime i hear karen say who or oh no i chuckle and my heart feels warm Raphael says we got to go back to the days when the name of that highly esteemed king nick cannon guaranteed a multiplier for earth's population we in crazy time when he's no longer pregnating broads in time <laughs> oh pregnating <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't tell if this is a word i think it's impregnating impregnating is but it? he put pregnating which i don't know if it's on purpose or a mistake but it's a great it's a great word a great word uh gin says caring genuinely not knowing what rod talks about is why i continue to listen <laughs> ah Jadamo says, I agree with this so much in my past relationship. My boyfriend thought because we lived together that equal quality time, I had to encourage him to initiate dates like I did. Daryl says, who? Jane says, who? I know Mike Jones more than that ATL rapper. Also, the cockdacity of those guys fighting over chicken. Kisha says, I don't taste paprika either. Also, sorry to that man, Quando Rondo, because I don't know who that man is. Mm-mm. Olamni says, why I think the dude from the Guardians of the Galaxy, Quando, Wando, Yundu. <laughs> uh, Ken Nicole says, I don't know Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo either. Ah! If you can't taste paprika, then it's stale. If you bought it new, take it back the next time you go to the store. Chicken paprika is comfort food for me. That's what y'all say, but I just want y'all to know I bought some smoked paprika this week on purpose because I don't believe y'all. <laughs> and I'm going to use it to see if I can taste it. Uh, Ty Flosian says, ironically, he made a song called ABG. Anybody can get it, him included. And Kel- Carrie says, in my uh, Karen voice, who? Who News is already becoming one of my favorite segments. Glad y'all enjoy it. <laughs> I'm glad y'all enjoy it. Came up with that on the fly. 
I don't be knowing. Came up with that on the fly and on the air. Uh, let's play a little music. We actually got some new music um, from uh, uh, Infrared Crypto um, today. Let me see if I can uh, find it. Oh, yeah. And so uh, I'm going to play some of this music uh, between segments, but we need to take a little bit of break so I know where to put commercials. smooth uh all right the next episode is episode 2819 crack the sack we have four comments miss 1ko says we will see what happens in dc i know your point was macro about black mayors and your point really applies to all mayors to get in office and want to do well and address crimes but unlike say atlanta or baltimore dc is not really a black city anymore it seems that the crimes that are being addressed are not in ungentrified neighborhoods they are left to language while the car thefts and robberies are a problem now because now these are million dollar neighborhoods it's about the black folks committing the crimes against the new dc residents and million dollar homes not to dissent from your point but to add a bit of context from a reluctant dc homeowner in fact i would say my perspective reinforces your prediction of policing and moving towards another crime bill type situation this is all to address the symptoms and not the root problem yeah, and I'm not in tune with DC like that. I, I mentioned several times we don't live there. I'm only mm. getting secondhand information. Mm. A lot of it from people, my friends in DC who actually do live there, mm-hmm. um, or who grew up there and all that stuff. And my friends are all black. And my friends are like, crimes out of control and needs to be stopped. Mm. Now that's anecdotal. I'm not talking statistical. Um, but I just know I feel like I've heard this song before. And when this song was loud before, it led to the crime bill. So I don't, you know, whether it's gentrified people, whether it's ungentrified, whether it's black, whether it's white, enough people feeling like crime is a problem, regardless of what the statistics say, is how you get government laws passed, you know. Mm -hmm. And thank you for informing us because I I don't live there, so I can't know. Mm -mm. Now, the AI adoption tool, that is a rabbit hole you don't want to fall into considering this is a, there is an adoptee movement that considers adoption and fostering as human trafficking. This is just a terrible idea. Also, are we calling everything online AI now? Is there actual machine learning? AI exists, but things that are calling they are calling AI are not, and it is a grift. Enjoy the show as usual, wild times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Miss One Ko. The AI thing feels grifty because some of this is automation, and so automation isn't the same thing as artificial intelligence. That, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Th- those things are not the same. And um, to go back to what you was was talking about about the uh, crime bill and stuff you know when, when you think about it that stuff is it's kind of wild though because you're like statistically these things not that these things aren't happening but statistically is isn't happening at the rate that people feel like it's happening and like roger said i do believe that this eventually will turn into enough people being upset about it that something will change and uh be forced uh uh upon us and like you say next 
10, 15 years from now, people are going to look back on this. Like, people look back at the crime bill, and you're going to have niggas lying and going, I can't believe niggas approved this. You're like, they did. This is what they wanted. And, and, the, and, and the people that they elected gave them what they wanted. Yep. Um, EVE says, I was thinking about hacking 23andMe for DNA results. Oh, I was thinking people hacking 23andMe for DNA results may use it to sell it to law enforcement agencies to get people caught for crimes. I could be way off, but that was the only thing I could come up with. Yeah, I don't really know get what, what it is, but other people have more like conspiracy theory stuff that that makes more sense than, I, than anything I could come up with. It just felt like a crime of like, because I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I and, and I'm reasonable people. I think there's a definitely a fear of some type of frame job that's gonna happen to everybody. Which maybe I don't know. But there's this idea of like if they get their hands on your DNA, they may find out somebody committed a crime close to you. And they say that, but then when I think about crimes that involve DNA, it's mostly sexual assault, and I don't have that much sympathy. So like I'm supposed to feel like they caught the 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 golden state killer or some shit i'm supposed to be like well his poor family all they wanted to know was their dna and where they come from nah like i'm glad that happened so i don't know what to tell y'all and 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 uh the conspiracy i don't know if it's a conspiracy what that person said talking about some people believe that adoption is a form of human trafficking okay going back one yeah, yeah. and the, a that's wild Mm-hmm. It like like if that statement is true and b if i'm adopting that means i'm probably going through a legal process so how is yeah. a human tra- like the shit those connections those connections don't make no sense and also essentially that means those kids should just basically go uncared for or something Cause, that's basically cause, what you're saying you, it's not like they have a normally they don't have a home to go to right or it's abusive or so bad or whatever they can't be there correct so, that they've been taken out of the home for but various I think, different reasons i think that's also the hazards of being chronically online is yes conspiracy theories that we've seen like with QAnon <laughs> and uh pizzagate Things become bigger and bigger and more nefarious the longer you just stew over the same topic over and over. And so it can never be what it is. It has to be something nefarious and it ends up being human trafficking. And I bet if you follow that rabbit hole, it's going to be some political stuff in there. Like it's Democrats, human trafficking children and yep. shit. Appia says about or or maybe it's the other way. Maybe it's super. Maybe people are going Republicans are doing human trafficking. I don't know. Uh, Appia says about Jonathan Majors. It seems they had a terrible relationship. I think he did some bad stuff, but maybe not that night. I'm also wondering what will happen. Johnny Depp, you remember that his name means Johnny Moron in German, always funny to me, has invested intense fans and had a much longer career when the trial happened, so maybe it will play out in a different way. Could be. We're all sitting here waiting. Mm -hmm. It's interesting the verdict hadn't been reached. I know the the, the jury went for deliberation on either Wednesday or Thursday, and it's Saturday, and we still haven't heard anything. anything. So we should be hearing some, hopefully soon. Dale. They always say the longer de- they say, but who knows? They always try to say like if it's a long deliberation, that's good for the defense, uh, which we'll see. Yeah. And I have been saying it was a civil trial all this time. It's a criminal trial. I just I was mistaken. Ah, uh, okay, so it is criminal. Yes, uh, okay. it's criminal. So that you know, we'll see what happens. Um, Abia says my company tried, of course. AI for advertising and sales and whatsoever. And it does sound scary. A huge pharma company using AI to sell even more drugs and get even richer. Perfect movie pilot. With an important downside. It doesn't work. 
Really, I've seen companies lose money because of it, and you can't launch a product this way. You can't make the customers participate. You don't want they don't want to interact with it. They want a human, and they hold all the power. So that's what's happening. You can maybe use it to send some reminders for events, but that's it. Right, and back to the other person said that sh- that is automation. Right, and there's a difference. A lot of people interact with with automation systems, and because it's quote unquote in the computer in the cloud, people don't really understand unless you like deep in IT. A lot of people just assume that everything they interact with is fucking AI, and it's not. No comments on YouTube for Crack the Sack, that episode. But we did have a poll, Plantation Pineapple Drink. I'm offended. I'm not offended. 84% not offended. 16% are offended on our website. On Spotify, 28% are offended. 72% are not. So I guess I'm in the majority of people that's not really offended. Mm-mm. I always find it funny. Someone was, I posted this on Twitter and stuff, and people were making jokes. But one person was like, you made me feel so bad about loving soup plantation, and then you order this drink? I'm like, I mean, they were obviously joking. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just jokes. I don't really care. Oh, yeah. I'll leave that both. Shit, I let another soup plantation open up in Charlotte, North Carolina. Do, 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 do. Yeah. The joke was we never heard of it, and it's a funny name, and mm-hmm. we had a lot of jokes to make about that name. But, yeah, we I don't actually care. Um, <laughs> the Q&A for this episode was Causeway, a raised road or track across low or wet ground. So we're just educating people out here. Now y'all know what a causeway is. Uh, thank you for letting me know, baby, because, you know, I had no idea. Jadamo 8 says, so right about AI. Shortwave did an episode that talked about how predictive AI has not been great in things like predicting what people can pay their loan or who is at risk of sepsis in hospitals. Right. And the thing about, a- about it is it's very frustrating because you have people basing reality passing real laws on shit that doesn't fucking function or work right it's like how can y'all run off of this shit and y'all know that it's giving false information untrue information biased information incomplete information because like the other person say a lot of times people have to opt into this shit and a lot of times people are opting out they don't want to interact they actually want a person uh i understand uh to cut down on people a lot of times and we deal with this every day when you call anybody's customer service you fucking are wrapped around in a fucking loop for 10 minutes before you can talk to a fucking person and people are like just get me to the person like if i want to talk to a person why do i have to go through your fucking prompts if i'm calling for something no i don't want to go to your website no, I don't want no, no everything you telling me is irrelevant. Let me talk to it because whatever my situation is, your automated system that that goes and bounces back every five minutes to remind me that there is a website. Bitch, I know. I decide to call. Why else? If I could have used the website, I wouldn't be on the goddamn telephone. Mm-hmm. I agree. Alumni says, pull up to my bumper, baby. New meaning up to a split in the road. Ha! <laughs> And Carrie says, also the perfect venue for going crack the sack at 9 p.m. on a weekday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put your children away. It's not his fault. Put the kids away. Episode 2820 uh, was the last episode of the week, and it was called Welcome to the Cookout, John B. It had four comments. Um, let's get to these comments. Uh, EVE says, Oprah looks great. If her doctors are fine with her using Ozempic, that's her business. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I right. think, especially, especially now, because if you lose weight in the last two years, people just assuming it's Ozempic, no matter what you do. You could post going to the gym selfies every day. People are going to be like, it's the fucking Ozempic. You're a celebrity, that's what you're doing. And then they want to get mad at you. 
I think so many people have a problem with those images because they think it's cheating somehow because it actually works. It just goes to show that when they concern troll people about their weight, they don't actually give a damn. Right. They just don't like you and they want a reason to say something negative. That's all I'm saying. Because you would think if they were so fucking adamant about you just need to lose weight, I just want you to be healthy, da 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 then however you lost the weight, whether it was a surgery, whatever the fuck, people would be like, good for this person. I only cared about their physical appearance in the first place, if they're being honest. I was only really going in on them because they looked a certain way. Well, now they don't look that way. Why are you so mad? Why are you still so upset with how they did it? Who the fuck are you? Are you getting paid to be their trainer? Shut the fuck up. It's someone else's body. You don't know what's going on. Uh, Jamil writes in, I listened to the daily that the daily episode that you all referenced. What became even more apparent is conservatives are using non-black marginalized groups as their vessel to get their agendas through. Rather, it's, it is Asians and affirmative action, or in this case, Jews and free speech on campus. Conservatives are now enjoying the fruits of 2016 and all the judges that Trump appointed and are disguising their racism towards blacks by acting like they are the voice of the marginalized groups that Democrats yes! ignore. What sucks the most is motherfuckers will fall for and allow themselves to be used yes yeah that's a big one because like i said when i listened to that episode and it got to the end and they brought up how you know one of the main people that one of the main people that was uh republicans that was questioning the uh dean of these schools had been kicked off the board of like one of these prestigious uh institutions because of shit they said and you're like, oh, this this ain't about freedom of speech. Mm-mm. This is revenge. This is petty. This is about, you know, policing people and 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 all this shit. It's a gotcha moment. Um, Apia says, I'm trying to be positive about the Trump cars. People who buy them have less money for buying weapons. And the cars are way less deadly than they can give you a paper cut max. Uh, Oprah obviously can do whatever she wants with her body. I wish for her she would be able to feel less stress about her weight. She is Oprah. Man, just it's it's internal. It's everybody. Everybody got some shit. Yeah, and money and money don't make these internal struggles go away. I don't yeah. know what about that. People don't understand. One of the problems got more money with these struggles. One of the biggest problems is that people are so envious of fame and celebrity and money. Yes, that when you find out a person has issues despite those things, it, a lot of people get mad about it. They can't control it. It's, it's irrational, but they get mad about it because in their mind, they're like, if I had your money, I would never feel any inadequacy. And it's just, I don't know how many times we have to see it's not true. You have celebrities that have everything in the world and they end up dying at like 33. Mm-hmm. You have celebrities that have everything in the world and they get addicted to things. They get suicidal. They get, uh, they have to go to rehab and all this stuff. Um, they get depressed. It is clearly that is, is, you know, if anything, it puts a microscope on you where everyone has an opinion as opposed to the anonymity most people experience where, hey, most people don't know who I am. They don't care about my body or my habits or my looks. Um, and so I just think the pressure is so strong. And, yeah, even being Oprah, she's there's a lot of people always constantly, constantly commenting on her, solicited and unsolicited. And, you know, people, when you have a certain amount of money, people interact with the brand they can't see the person you know yes. they they only think of you as the brand of oprah or whatever and since your brand is personal they personally find ways to dislike you even if it's just a brand thing it's 
you know, you can't, you don't get to be human anymore. You can't have a moment of, even if it's something they can identify with. I still remember Taylor Swift having to change her uh, music video because mm-hmm. part of the, it was a very introspective video about her personal struggles. And one of her struggles is this idea of body dysmorphia. Yes. And so it it's showed someone thing. stepping on a scale, looking down and seeing fat instead of, you know, a waiter or whatever. And these motherfuckers were like, fuck you, bitch, you rich, look at you, you skinny, how dare you? And I'm like, that's what mental illness is. Yes. That's what insecurity is. If And I know you identify with it, but yet something in your mind is like, you're too rich, white, and pretty to have insecurities. You can't express that. And that's that's sad. I think it's why Cardi B says shit like she don't want to talk about at the time. She didn't want to talk about how she was going through shit because motherfuckers out there in the world are like, I, you're not you. You're not a person. You're you're a fucking celebrity that I come to 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 say look at twerk and do you know uh, uh, positive pussy rap like that's what I'm looking at you for. Yeah. So you tell you crying about being divorced and your man cheating and shit. I, that's, I don't want to hear that. I, I'm actually mad at you for bringing this shit to me. Yeah, because I think a lot of people use celebrityism, quote-unquote, and shit, as an escape from reality to whatever they're running away from in their own personal lives. It's it, it, like whatever they're dealing with, instead of them turning around, looking at whatever issue this is, your husband, wife, kids, life control, whatever it is, instead of looking at that shit, but like, you know what, let me fix this. It's like, nope, I'm not going to fix that. What I'm going to do is take all this pent-up frustration and go online and use this as a way of escape to pass the time away, to continue not to address it. The problem gets worse, but I'm fine because these things are a distraction. And how dare something that I come to for a distraction reminds me of the reality that life is fucked up and it's hard for everyone. And also a lot of people have bought into the myth that money fixes everything. People say, no, it doesn't. But too many people have bought into it because of the way they respond to shit, particularly with celebrities. Like if they had all the quote unquote money in the world, everything about them their insecurities their flaws their 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 imperfections and everything would not still be there but just with a lot of money i think also in a capitalistic society even those who pretend not to buy into it subconsciously you you do and it's a slap in the face to their hope of well one day i have enough money that i won't have issues i have enough and so those fans and stuff turn on those celebrities because it's like what do you mean, Oprah? How the fuck can you, if you feel this way, what is the hope for me? Because I don't have any of the stuff you have. And I, my goal has been like, I'll get that stuff and I'll start feeling better about myself. And it's just not going to happen. Apia uh, uh, also says, uh, Ozempic is used to treat type 2 diabetes and prevent major cardiovascular problems in certain patients. While Wagovi is used for weight loss and long-term weight management, Wagovi has a slightly higher maximum dose compared to Ozempic. And the active ingredient is the same. Uh, Somalglitude is an agent mimicking the hormone in the body. I always find it amusing how much Karen wants to be old as fast as possible, especially when I'm a year older than her. Love you, Karen. <laughs> I've been, but, but I've been quote unquote old all my life. Like for people didn't know people didn't know me when I was younger. They used to call me grandma, so I just been old all my life. Baklava versus balaclava, love it. The first being a Turkish pastry with honey, and the second the controversial mask that really serves different purposes while sounding pretty similar. Oh my bad! <laughs> I'd love to see a criminal trying to hide his face in a baklava. 
Uh, by the way, my new potential friend just texted me. We will see each other in yoga tomorrow and meet up this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. Good luck. Good luck. Everyone's rooting for you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, have your car ever overheated? Because mine did. Mine has. Uh, yes, 81%. <laughs> that is all. So many of us. No, 18%. But it was my mistake on the poll on the site. It's different from the poll on Spotify, which is it gave an option for never having a car. Cause I, so a lot of y'all probably put no, they don't even drive. Cause my guess is the most, most people that drive a car have had it happen at some point, but unless they're like, I just only lease or, you know, that kind of, right. like that kind of person that keep a new car, they probably fine, Mm-mm. which most of the people on Spotify are, they got money. So there is significantly lower 62% have had a car overheat, which is still high, mm-hmm. but 27 and a half percent have not. Cause they, they like, how are Bentley going to overheat, baby? <laughs> Try okay. to tell you. Do it count if it overheat if I'm not driving, I'm being driven. <laughs> right. Uh, and I've never had a car 10%. So, um, and the Q and a was six days of Coke. <laughs> Roger says he, Megan name in the phone. Oh, I guess he had Megan's name in the phone as Cleopatra, allegedly. But if she don't know Coretta Scott King, she don't know Megan good. Right? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Cleopatra is a name you put in your song, in your phone that says, I'm fucking this person, right? It's just, what what is the point? <laughs> not Cleopatra. You didn't put, I'm like, I'm not even a cheater. But you didn't put her name as spam, uh, car, uh, car warranty. <laughs> something <laughs> do not pick up DoorDash. like you why would you put Rub, hub, right like, this nigga wanted to get caught cheating cleopatra like you you think you too clever by half that says everything about your ass uh let's see daryl says old boy was higher than fat charles ass uh i don't even know who fat charles is um uh, keisha says because it's a hell of a drug i'm with karen i thought john b being invited to the cookout hell i thought we had even given him a plus one me too jam i think so as well but you know that the segment wouldn't work and we wouldn't get to cover that funny story <laughs> and it wouldn't be funny that i was saying he was invited because he got ripped off on his record deal like black people do it's, it's a whole thing i had to go through but <laughs> I also believe John B is a cookout invitee. Mm-hmm. Some somebody has invited. Yeah, he 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 gonna be a, a performer while everybody eating. What you talking about? We'll never be able to have a real conversation about how many white people that black people actually don't fuck with are coming to the cookout because some black person did invite them. Yes, like Michael will. Rappaport will be at the cookout. Yes, he will. At a table of just 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 a bunch of us staring. Like who the fuck? Spike, what, go find Spike Lee. What the fuck, man? Like he would like that will happen. Mm-hmm. That's why we can never have this physical cookout. Olamni says, "When I need a pick me up, I just pile all my coke and put my face in Scarface style. <laughs> why six days when I can do it all in one day? Crazy millennials." Ken Nicole says, three bezel buzz, two ain't real, slice the wrong one, and a free pass straight to jail." Uh, hurt people want these two B movie rejects to be real. And Carrie says, yeah, that was some terrible Gender Wars movies. Carrie says, six days of Coke sounds like a party. Not a party I'd be at, but a party nonetheless. Well, they do say, do you party? That, yeah, Whenever they do that Coke. Yeah, that, that is a quote. Y'all party? That's how you get no. caught up. That's how you always say no. Right. Thank God I'm an introvert because the answer is no both ways. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Even and if no. it's a regular party, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I don't. 
I actually don't party. I, I always say no when white people. No, I don't know what it is. If I don't know what it is, I say no because child, I no telling what you agreeing to. That's true. No telling. Uh, all right, let's check the voicemails. Like we got about four or five. Wow, we got a lot. Kiana left three. Oh man. All right, here we go. Seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Good morning, Rod and Karen. It is eight thirty-five on a Monday. I'm hitting y'all up before I go to work because I really, really want to um, <clears throat> make this comment. I want to follow up on the comment that I made on the survey last week when I said people sitting out um, midterms is why we don't get as many progressive electors as we could. I agree with Karen's follow-up, and the other thing that I wanted to tack onto that <clears throat> is that the reason it's so important to vote in those elections is that's how you vet people and you get them out early. If folks really paid attention, they see your state senator or even your president has held most of the time multiple layers of elected positions before that. And so getting somebody uh, out of office as mayor, right, or as council member or, or um, alderman or whatever is a good way to keep them out of taking on a higher office and people don't pay attention to that and now we're seeing like democrats i'm sorry republicans are actually running as democrats because people aren't running that's how you end up with uh who was that guy uh, sheriff clark i think is his name when donald trump was president he was actually republican but he was running as a democrat like you have to vet these people early so that they don't get into these high seats of power your actual u.s senator may have been your state senator well your u.s senator is who confirms you know, federal judgeships. That's who confirms the, the Supreme Court. Like, you got to start vetting these people early so that they're not able to aspire to these higher offices and then really have more power to be able to halt progress. And people say, like, oh, we don't make as much progress as we could. Well, because you still got people like fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene right. and Congress who halt what we're trying to do on things. And nobody ever has the same energy but them as they do for Democrats who are actually no. trying to do stuff but just don't have the power because people don't fucking vote. She got cut off, but she left another message. Hey, it's me. Clearly, I did not get everything out in two minutes. I don't even remember where I left off because I was still talking with Michelle. Cuff. I'm saying all that to say vote local, vote in every election, actually research the issues that these people run on. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to satisfy every single thing that you want, but ultimately... The lesser of two evils sometimes is the better choice. It just is. We want to say, well, the lesser of two evils is still evil. Yeah, but it's less evil. I'm going to vote for less evil every time I can vote. Like, the world being shit is something we can't really avoid. So much politics happens outside of our realm. But what I can do, I'm going to do. So vote local. Vote often. Stop trying to put everything on the Democrats. And everything ain't the president's responsibility. With that, y'all have a great day. Love you guys. And she did call back one more time. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree with everything she said. Everything. Hey, Ron. Hey, Karen. It's John again. I swear this will be my last call. I just uh, had to say this because uh, I, I did, the thought just came back into my mind. The other reason why I can't take people who say that they don't vote seriously is because I remember in the last election when it was Joe Biden and Donald Trump and Angela Davis, the Angela Davis, mm-hmm. was like, yeah, voting is important and everybody needs to get out and vote. And these like young Mm-hmm. Um, activists, people who just been voting in maybe the last one or two elections, were arguing with Angela Davis mm-hmm. about if voting is important. For that reason alone, I cannot engage with y'all critically. 
about it, not y'all, you, but right. in general, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the collective y'all. I can't engage like critically with y'all because what you're saying don't make sense because you're telling me Angela Davis that people shouldn't vote, right? Yep. Anyway, y'all have a good one. Love y'all. Angela Davis from the Black Panthers. Angela Davis successfully defending herself against like the government. And yeah, Angela won. Davis. Right. Angela Davis. And 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 the fact that people can't respectfully disagree because it's bullying. And if you think you're going to bully the woman that stood up to the U.S. motherfucking government in a death penalty case by defending herself, it ain't going to happen, Captain. So now what we going to do? Because, like, all y'all got is bitching on Twitter for That's the most part. And, and, and once people see through that, it, it's, it, it's, not, it's not hard to just be like, okay, you know? But, yeah, y'all telling this woman who you otherwise quote – Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, deify. Praise. The second she disagrees, she got to get thrown in the trash. It's stuff like that, that that really, like I said, woke me up to the internet to being like, oh, no, 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 this is not tenable. This isn't a real discussion. Right. And, and not only is it uh, not a real discussion, I can't and I will not engage in stupidity like that i just can't and i won't and not only that i will not take you seriously don't care what you say don't care what you do don't care how you feel if we cannot start on the foundation and if we're not in the same reality why are we even having this conversation particularly when it's something that's considered life and death to me and keep in mind it's not like angela davis said that shit and just like she put reasoning like it was here's why i think we should not have more trump and motherfuckers was acting crazy uh, Miss Smart writes in or calls in, leaves a voicemail. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. TBDWT. This is Miss Smart. I am calling because this is a major matter. No, just kidding. Anyway, I was able to watch that Matt Rafe, Rafe whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Rafe. It was trash. He wasn't funny. Yeah. Um, it was aggressively not funny and not for my black female old auntie ass. Um, and I don't think the girls who thought he was a feminist um, are on the same YouTube algorithm as I am because in the clips that I've always seen, um, he be dragging them like aggr- well hard across mm. their across the pavement by their faces mm. um, when they're in the audience. So I don't understand where they got the feminist piece from. Mm. Um, I think I said in the chat either here or on Three Guys On that I had seen a lot from him. I didn't even put two and two together until I went back and looked at my search history, or not my search, my watch history on YouTube, that it was the same little mm. cherub-faced white boy from the Midwest, mm. um, where he had been funny in the things that I saw of him. I had actually seen another old special. At any rate, that's all I call to say. Um, I will get back with you guys later. Hope you have a great holiday season. And I kept it under two minutes. Good for me. Bye. (laughs) Thank you, Miss Smart. And I I did. I remember telling her, I think it was three guys on chat. And I was like, she was like, I haven't even watched it yet. But, you know, what I've seen of him has been funny. And I was like, yeah, watch it. Because, you know, me, I'm. I, I am one of the most fair evaluators of like stuff like that as I I try to be. Like I try not to just be like arms folded, let me watch this shit. If if you make me laugh, I don't really give a fuck. And I I did not I mostly just thought the shit was so not funny. And it feels like that pivot a lot of not funny dudes are making lately where it's like I didn't make a funny stand up special, but I can make an offensive dismount and be like, you liberals just don't like freedom of speech. You're trying to cancel me because 
no one thought what I said was groundbreaking or that funny. So it must be the audience's fault. Right. Uh, Sierra Wright says she left two voicemails. Yo, yo, this CC, this this bird, this Sierra. Okay, I swear for God, the um, yo, I swear for God. So listen, right? We are so much kindred spirits, bro. Like we are so much kindred spirits in the masculinity. I love reality shows, right? So let me tell you how it is. 309. And I know you're like, Sierra, why the fuck are you up? Because your bitch worked 24 hours straight the other day because, mm. you know, I'm a first responder. Oh. And then I slept. Then I went to my dance class. And then um, I started cleaning the walls. I'll get back to that. And then that was 3 <laughs> o'clock. But whatever. I, I cut on my Amazon Prime TV. Mm-hmm. It's like cheaters. I, it said cheaters on the guy. I clicked on it, bro. Mm-hmm. I am blessed. Well, whatever. I'm whatever. The universe blessed me with the fucking episode with Peter Gunn yes. and that nigga fighting. Oh, bro, I've been looking for these episodes since you've been talking about mm-hmm. them shit in pregame. I've been looking for these Peter Gunn shit episodes and the fact that like it just so happened. It's Christmas time. Now yes. I know it's Christmas time. I didn't think it was Christmas time before, but it's Christmas time. <laughs> also, Karen. Yes. Bitch, I got the spin brush. I got the spin brush to clean the tub, yes! the floors. Girl, yes! love it. Mm-hmm. I've been cleaning the floors. I'm in the process of these walls. Bitch, I done redecorated. Hey. And um, shout out to Liam because Liam was watch listening to y'all show and was like, "Mom, they said your name like five times because y'all." She got cut off, but she called her back. Yo, it's like crazy. I really got the cheetahs. Okay, okay, I'm I'm not I'm call, I'm not calling no more. I promise, <laughs> I'm not calling no more. But my girl, sis, Cameron, take yes. money. Yes. Cameron, get into the motherfucking money. <laughs> Hey, bad bitch. I got the fucking spin brush shit you was talking about. And that being a bitch, I was cleaning the tub. I'm cleaning the walls. I don't need decorated, bitch. It's Christmas time. <laughs> oh, and make sure y'all send me my um postcard. Mm-hmm. And I want to sing all shit too, but like, I'm working my ass off every time at overtime. I'm working. Mm-hmm. I'm a whole fucking first two year therapist. So they just be having you working like a slave. But whatever. I love y'all. Liam was like, Mom, they they talked about you like four times. What what's her problem with the banter? I'm like, I ain't got <laughs> no problem with the banter. I'm just saying I need my other news. <laughs> so I don't be fucking listening to that other shit. Um, also one of my clients died. I know y'all like that's random, but mm. it was on the news. Toy Brownson. I want y'all to um mm. delete that. Delete that. But I do want y'all to talk about him. Mm. Um because we got to say their names and mm. <sighs> this mental health shit is so tough because I be advocating for my people, but it'd be so hard because it's like the resources. Mm. Um, yeah, I hope y'all didn't hear that part, but um, yeah. Um, love you guys. You Merry did. Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, cooperative economics, bitch. Um mm-hmm. 
and I'm finna smoke a blunt and shout out to three guys on one. I be down to the Zoom. Um I be down to the live stream and yeah. Okay. I know I, I like know Sierra be listening there. Me either. Love you too, sis. Thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm gonna be honest, it's just funny. Like it's jokes for me. Yeah. Anytime somebody calls in with any like advice or uh like, hey, do this or whatever with the show. I, I, I mean, I would hope that if, if they writing in and they know that we can take the, like, hey, can you do this criticism, hopefully they can take like the jokes, jokes back. Cause, yes, because it be jokes, y'all. Because to me, it's like, if if not, it, to me, it's more weird to do it serious and be like, Sierra said she didn't like how much banner we were doing, Karen. She needs her news. We have to cut back on the banner and have a serious conversation. Like, nah, let's just... Make it fun <laughs> for everybody, and the audience is laughing. We're laughing. Yes. So, so it's like um, a running joke. Yeah, it's not like we start roasting people or getting personal. It's just, oh, no. you know, it's just, it's just a, a awkward, like, let's make it awkward and be like, oh, God, we got to get out of banner or whatever. <laughs> Speed <But> it up. <laughs> it makes it, it makes it a fun. It, it makes, makes it fun. fun. Yes, so, it does. And I'm sorry about your client who passed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's tough. Um, and happy holidays to you as well. Yes, sir. Uh, we got another person left two voicemails. I don't know this person's name. This might be their first time, long time, you know. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Tiffany Cherie, okay. uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I wanted to tell you how much I howled at the re- doing it for the gram, the bad gift. Um, you read mine about the Oreo cookies. And, <laughs> you know, let me say this. I always knew it was a horrible gift. It was from my mom. She's a nefarious, bad gift giver. Mm. And so I thought I would share a couple of more things that she actually did. There was the Oreo cookies, um, obviously, which were horrible. And then there were the um, the year that all of my gifts were things that my sister would have liked. And so every time I opened the gift, she, my sister's eyes lit up, and it was things like tea sets and things that I am just not into. Oh, no. And then there's the, the lot, the probably one of the worst ones was kind of the um, something that she didn't need to teach us, but she was trying to teach us a lesson of humility. And it was a year that my dad had, um, she quit her job because we had four kids. She quit her job to stay home. My dad was working single family income. This is probably going to go into a, a second one, but I promise it won't be too long. And then, um, so she, it was that year that single family income. And so she warned us, oh, you know, Christmas isn't going to be too lit this year. Um, we're going to um, just get maybe one or two gifts. And so she ended up giving us stocking stuffers. And then, so we each got like two little small gifts. And um, and then she made us go down to the neighbor's house and deliver gifts to the bratty neighbor kids that she she called back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so part two. She um, made us take down, we each got stocking stuffers, like a little small watch, you know, like a pen or something really small. And so uh, trying to be, you know, gracious children after being told that we were poor and that we couldn't afford a lot for Christmas, she um, gave us gifts to give to the bratty kids down the street that she babysat. And we opened the door and like, there was like mountains of gifts at their house. And we're like giving them their little cheap little (laughs) gifts that we gave them. And they opened 
the gift, looked at them and kind of just, okay, thanks, and threw them to the side to go play with their actually their actual good gifts. So then we get back to our house, and then there's mountains of toys for us. And she told us that had we acted badly, that um, we wouldn't have gotten any any additional gifts. <laughs> now, when you are 11 and 12, and you are actually really good kids, you know, my parents have five kids, and we're all very well behaved. And, you know, and I mean, I'm just saying that from our perspective, mm-hmm. in general, we were just very good kids. We did not need to be traumatized for Christmas, but that's what she gave us. So as much as I love my mother, she is horrible at gift giving, um, but I guess I will continue to get her bad gifts. Uh, <laughs> all right. Take care, guys. I love you, and I love the show, and I appreciate all the laughs. Uh, thank you, Tiffany Sharice. That is That's hilarious. Right? Wow. <laughs> to be the mom known for bad gifts is just, uh And what's even worse I know me, if I start opening up and I see, like, my sister eyes light up, I would probably end up being like, do you want this girl? Because you can have everything <laughs> she gave because I don't want it. Right. Like, I don't think this is, I, this is not giving what it's supposed I mean, to be giving. I mean, you've been Literally. looking like, mama, did you write the wrong name on this? Like, this looks like this is for my sister because she's a lot more excited than I am. Right. It's literally not, it's literally uh, not giving what it's supposed to be giving. <laughs> no. Literally. I, yeah, I you just be like merry christmas baby right uh all right let's go to the next one blue wave rider i believe left uh two voicemails oh wait did we play the oh no okay yeah, yeah. Roddy i'm back in your voicemail again this is Walt thomas the blue wave rider um i'm amazed at all these 10-year listeners calling up or sending emails and stuff to let you know that they've been listening for 10 years. Well, you can count me in that group, too. I'm a 10-year listener to your show, and I discovered you about the same time I discovered Twib. Wow. So Twib is gone. May it rest in peace. Pull one out for Twib. (laughs) But a couple things I just wanted to comment on. The first one had to do with being lonely. You, You spent a lot of time talking about being lonely. Well, there's three cures for loneliness, and you have to do all three. Listen to TBGWT, <laughs> get you some Arby's, and you'll always have bullet balls. <laughs> the second thing I wanted to say was I'm all for that 616 day celebration that you're going to have. If you decide to make up some merch, I might snag me a T-shirt, maybe a cap. Okay. That's all I got for right now, so you have a good one. Yo, that's a great idea. We should do merch. All right, thank you. Um, and don't take his advice on the Arby's and the um, <laughs> bullet ball. Okay. Don't. I thought he was gonna say, "Listen to the blackout tips, get in the chat and live." You know, get mm-hmm. nah. This nigga said Arby's. <laughs> Evie and Miss Barnes is like, I agree. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I guess you won't be alone. You always have Evie and Miss Barnes. You will right. not be alone, baby. He did call back. Jardians is really swell. The little pill with the great big story to tell. Ralph, Caitlin, it's your boy, the Blue Wave Rider. <laughs> I heard you talking about Big Pharma and them ratchet commercials they have for drugs. So I was wrecking my brain to find a little ditty that I enjoyed listening to mm-hmm. that uh, made everybody feel good about themselves and 
Jardians is the uh, A1C drug okay. that lowers your uh, A1C, your, your sugar. And they had this thick white girl dancing around in the sundry. Mm. There are some good commercials out there, but Big Pharma needs to do a lot better job than they've been doing. Mm. So on my way out, I'm going to leave you with this old school ditty. Oh, 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 Zanampic, <laughs> you know. Catch you next time. Bye. I, I be thinking about that for real. Like whenever I see one of those commercials and they take like a song and put it in there or they take like a, uh, like the drug is named something weird. So you're never really going to be able to like uh, it's hard to market something that is named weird. Yes. You know, so that's like, why they had them jingles to help people yeah. remember for real though. So, yes. So you end up with the jingle and the jingle is always like a little off putting for what the drug is. Like the drug is serious. But then the <laughs> jingle, jingle be so happy. Yeah, and another one I think about too a lot is um Christmas commercials for stores often use love songs because I think we're supposed to yeah. associate the emotion of buying something yeah, and they don't want people to with feel being lonely. in love. Yeah. Like it's just with, with what with love with like this spending money is affection. Yes. This is how we show we care about each other. Anyway, it's something I think about a lot. But yeah, I've noticed the Ozempic Diddy and some of these jingles and stuff. Uh, I did not notice the thick white girl commercial for whatever that for Gerard Guardians I or whatever. I need to pay more attention. Although I do see more thick people in commercials now, just, especially for this one ad company uh, or just one drug or not even drug. I don't know what it's for actually, but it's called Go Low, which could be like some noom type shit. It's about people losing weight. And she talked to the screen. It's a bunch of people. It's yeah. not one person. Yes. But it's a bunch of people. And yeah, they know I'm talking to the screen. But what I thought thing is interesting is these people aren't like skinny. Mm-mm. They're like normal Normals. to thick. Yeah, they look normal and, size. And they're and they're just like, I used to be much bigger, but I'm now since I do go low. I, I I do this. Like I wear a 2X. Like I don't like they like it's not the extreme like you know, whatever. So I, I don't know. I, I always find that stuff interesting, but I didn't, I didn't realize that, you know, what what kind of commercials you was talking about. You know, I, I think we know what you into. Yeah. Hog P A W G, badass white girls. Yes, it is also one of those things. But yeah, they they got to make them shit sound like O'Reilly commercials. Oh oh oh. O'Reilly's mm-hmm. for people to be like, oh, what is that drug again? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, and I like it's just interesting that they they have to have the jingle because mm-hmm. I mean the I, names I, are hard to. Wagovi is a hard thing to remember, but if I saw enough, like you know, it's also why a lot of drug commercials, if you watch them, they just repeat the drug name a lot. Yes, so it'll be like a bunch of different types of people from all kinds of backgrounds and they just keep going. Oh, you mean Travada for prep? Oh, Travada for prep. I, you know, that, now that's that I'm how doing I prep, the name. Travada for prep could be for you. Travada for prep. And then you, next thing you know, I know Travada for prep. Those are nonsense words to me a year ago. Yes. They yeah. make no sense. Yeah. But what now is prep? What are we doing here? But I also know like we're getting older and I watch old people shit. Cause like all, or just honestly, we're probably just American. I bet if I go to another country, it's not like this. But in America, every ad is like diabetes, uh, uh, get weight loss, um, depression, getting your dick hard, um, anxiety. Nah, depression, anxiety. Not for, I don't watch MSNBC, so those ones normally don't play on Sports Center. Uh, but it's always like 
get this testosterone type thing from Frank Thomas with this unique it's got it's called eugenics which uh who branded that shit it's yes. called eugenics but then it's like what is unique man boosting formula i don't know what man boosting means no what, what is the that? definition of man boosting Mm-mm. but the point being like the, as we get older the commercials are you know it's just it's sketchers it's it's like wow we are an old sick overweight society mm-hmm. um all right because yeah, in other countries they don't have commercials for drugs like it's not a thing in other countries I, I don't know that it's, that it at, like there's a lot of other countries. Yes, I mean it might be in some. Yeah, but, that's but, what I'm but, saying. But some countries, it's but also not. are the people sick enough that they need mm. constantly be like, here's three diabetes commercials during the football game. True. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's interesting because I used to think commercials are just like it's alcohol and such and such, but slowly it's it's turned into like get some medicine. You need some help. Okay, <laughs> it used to call you losers oh. in different ways. It used to oh. be you up late. You're watching fucking, uh, you're watching fucking Adult Swim, and the commercial is like, stop smoking cigarettes and get your ass into one eight hundred connections so you can get a college degree. You loser. <laughs> right, that and also gambling commercials have went up too. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. those. A lot of those. Yeah. Last voicemail. This is from Simone. Hey, Rod and Karen. I hope you guys can hear me. I'm sick. Oh, wait. Shit, I forgot. And Twib. Someone had brought up Twib, Blue Wave Rider. Uh, I saw the other day Elon posted a picture of a microphone. Like, maybe he's coming back to podcasting or something. I don't I, know I if he I is or not. I think I've seen that. I think I but, did. you know, so maybe maybe Twib will be returning. Maybe we'll, be, we'll have been on the air so long, Twib would have come, gone, and come back. You know, that would be dope. Uh, but we'll see how, you know, we'll see... If the streets is ready for more Elon, because, you know, they, they be trying to roast Elon every Thanksgiving. And I feel like, you know, once the momentum of mocking somebody starts, it's fucking hard to stop it. But It is hard. You know, he's a comedian. Hopefully he can take it and know that, hey, I put my opinions out there for a living and this is one of the risks, you know. Mm-hmm. And people going to feel ways about it. This is Simone uh, Simsima. Um Hope you guys are well. I am actually catching up on some TV and watching the, well, I'm a subscription junkie, so I'm watching Paramount Plus and catching up on the Grammys 50 Years of Hip Hop special. And of course, I got to the second segment um, where they were highlighting um the, the second set where they were highlighting Southern rap, and I thought of my parasocial cousins um, from the South. And because, of course, they started with that clip from Andre 3000. And it was just, the energy is just so, so good. Um, it's like the best parts. Like, normally I don't really enjoy uh, TV concert performances, but so far, like, watching this has been like the energy was so good did you guys catch it did you guys watch it i'm behind on the show so i'm sorry if you guys talked about this already um also i've been meaning to call because of trade domaniacs and how much i love 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 that i've shared the clip so many times i know that the team is getting ready to cut off some ago but karen was so 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 dope but i'm glad that everybody has been shouting you guys out and rod i'm so happy that you got to participate in it because i don't know that i would have added any more content to my podcast podcast but um it was so so good i actually started re-listening to the entire season love you guys um again i hope you can hear this because it's early and my voice sounds like crap and i'm also sick all right love you guys bye 
Oh, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I'm glad to be part of it. Yeah, get well soon. Um, And uh, I forgot the other thing you said, but uh, oh, we haven't seen it. Or at least I haven't seen the hip hop Mm -mm, thing yet. Not yet. But I do have Paramount Plus. I do plan on watching it. And, uh, you know, I expect it and hope that it will be good. You know, Um, I've heard good things about it. So, um, you know, just nothing, you know. Uh, nothing but positive stuff for me and I, I do get there's misgivings about it within the hip hop community about how those venues have not recognized us in the past so you know people feel a way about them finally choosing to recognize us now but I say you get your flowers when you get them and uh, you take them when you get them and if people still have a grudge about it that's fine that's valid too uh, they are, they do not owe the Grammys like uh some sort of deference than that the def- that they finally got around to celebrating us. Right. So, uh, all right. We got plenty of emails. Let's get to these. Um, but let me play some music first so that, uh, you know, we can, uh, we can put some commercials here. job infrared crypto that's bird's eye view i like that um all right so we got one from tim who writes in uh greetings fam this is tim aka black gaytheist pilot okay listen um we black guy tip you black gaytheist pilot we covering all the bases up in here we love it uh it's been a minute since i've written in but i've definitely still been listening first off i'm a few weeks behind thanks uh but thank you for finishing up the walking dead recaps i wanted to five people who still watch all the walking dead universal shows so i really appreciate that y'all circle back to finish that off as it were now as i said oh my god y'all y'all i was on karen hunter's show yesterday why was the vet nicole brown one of the guests and I finally got the fan out and tell her how much I love her and how much I love yes. her Walking Dead recaps. Yes. And I felt like she should have took over the Talking Dead, but we not going to go all the way there. But she was so awesome and so wonderful. Mm. And she's everything I thought she was going to be. Ain't she a beautiful person? Um, yeah, I love, I, man, I, I, I've loved her since, you know, back in the day. Loved her in community. Love her work as an actress. And uh, But like I said, my biggest thing was, she like I always kind of low key wanted to invite her, but we never had we didn't have guests on our Walking Dead recaps. But I always wanted to low key like invite her on our Walking Dead recap just to be like, you know, because I didn't know she'd do it. She don't know me, but, but it was like, right. but it was like that's how much I loved her Walking Dead stuff because she took it as serious as we did. She was going there with that notebook and she had the notes and mm-hmm. she would get the sim- symbolism and stuff that a lot of people didn't get because they didn't take the show so serious, right? And uh, man, it was such a pleasure. So what a small world. But yeah, th- thank you. Um, so he says, now, I, as I said, I'm a few weeks behind, but I just listened to episode 2794, Gender Vengeance. Yep, bringing up old shit. Y'all were talking about the pilot that did shrooms that tried to crash the plane. 
someone may have already written in but just in case not y'all had asked how he had access to the cockpit and i can answer that many airline pilots don't pilots don't live in the city that they fly out of so like so most likely this guy was commuting either to work or back home if there's an open seat in the passenger area then a commuting pilot just gets a free ticket in the back if there are no open seats then depending on the airline the model of the aircraft a commuting pilot can sit with what's called jump which is an extra seat in the cockpit they aren't flying the plane or at the controls they're literally just hitching a ride it may seem like a security issue but remember he's not supposed to be some random stranger but a vetted employee right a fellow pilot with that airline so it's no surprise the pilots weren't expecting him to reach up and snatch the throttles to cut off right anyway sorry to rehash old news but i figured this was finally an area i had some expertise in lol take care here's another thing um fuck i can't remember who i was talking to about this but someone that i was on a podcast with or i was talking to somewhere told me they low-key know that dude <gasps> like they not cool with him but they like they not best friends but but, they, but like they they're they, a pilot and they i forget who told me they, this like they've interacted with him before, they're friends yeah. with a pilot that knows them or something but like mm-hmm. they know like what a small fucking world ain't the world tiny. and then i just made a joke about like how crazy it is to think of a and i i know it's my sick fucking dark humor brain i know it is it's probably not even funny to anyone else really but it is hilarious to me the idea of him going i'm not okay and just reaching and pulling those things down actually i think this had to be in real life i was talking to somebody because i remember doing the gesture of the reach down and them being like yeah i know that guy but yeah oh so crazy DJ Jaffa Wright saying, hi, Rod and Karen. I just heard you say you didn't know if I was on Spotify. I've only got one beat tape on Spotify, but I have a Bandcamp page with loads of beats, edits, remixes, and blends. Thank you for being great. And it's DJ Jaffa, J-A-F-F-A, D, you know, DJ, J, all one word, dot, dot bandcamp.com. Y'all go check him out. He's a DJ. He's always spinning on, uh, if you go on his Instagram, Instagram. he's always spinning. Mm-hmm. And he, a lot of times he's repping for the blackout tips when he's spinning. Like he'll be rocking one of our t-shirts and, you know, rocking the party too. So yeah, make sure y'all check out DJ Jaffa. Mike writes in, Weatherspoons is a national phenomenon here. The cheapest food and beer, the stickiest carpets. I often go there for a cheap breakfast. Many of the other customers are drinking beers at 9 a.m. Damn. I'm, a, I'm an elderly they, man. They're like West Coast uh, on Sunday on Sunday football. Because, you know, on here, it's like 1 p.m., you know, 1231 over there. It's 10 a.m. and they be lit over there. I'm an elderly man. I don't use apps or drinking games. Cheers, Mike. And he sent us a picture of Coronation Hall or a place, I guess, where they play the game. Oh. Sounds dope. We just had never heard of it. Never heard Shalonda writes in smoked paprika. Forget regular paprika. Buy the smoked paprika. That's all. Thank you for the short message. And I did. And I'll report back. Mm -hmm. I'll report back. You guys better be right. God God help you. (laughs) And I've heard people talk about smoked paprika before. I feel like I've had it before. I just don't. It didn't make a big difference to me. But I guess we'll find out. (laughs) Maybe I'll make some eggs after this. Okay. Crystal says... 
McDonald's. Hello, Tipper. So my nine-year-old daughter does a lot of activities, dance, chair, etc. So we practically live in the car. And the only thing that makes these drives bearable is listening to your show. So she used to be in her own world on her tablet playing games. Funny enough, we pull up to McDonald's and they ask if I'm using the mobile app. I'm frantically trying to find the drive my drive-through rewards code. They sudden, then suddenly the attitude trying uh t- trying to uh i guess uh this kind of shit voice that that's like what's your order after ordering my daughter said rod and karen were right they do have separate voices mm-hmm. <laughs> the ai don't have the attitude Mm-mm. that's they make it sound like the white girl from tiktok i know right? welcome to mcdonald's how would you like to taste your order <laughs> that's how that's how it sound for real yeah i like when black people use the white girl voice for a black caption it's like why do ninjas be low-key capping on the low? And I'm like, what? <laughs> that be so epic confusing me. What? Stop. Anyway, after ordering, my daughter said, Rod and Karen were right. They do have two separate voices. LOL. I was like, wait, you actually listening? Laugh my ass off. <laughs> she did tell me she was playing with the neighbors and the son said something. And she sang, I ain't racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Last month, laugh my ass off. Just thought I would share that funny story. Listen. The family that listens together, okay? They each glisten one, to, teach one. They glisten together. That's what I always say. <laughs> uh, our girl Nicole writes in, AI is bullshit. Just wanted to say that as an engineer. NFT crypto bullshit. People can't explain it to me, so I don't trust it. LOL. Anywho, on to the reason why I'm writing in. LOL. Hey, Rod and Karen. Yeah, man, I'm just glad some other people say it. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like a. am not a conspiracy person, really. I'm... And I kind of low-key hate conspiracy because they make my they make me feel like my friends that are smart that I love and listen to and respect, then they have some harebrained ass conspiracy that they seem to really believe that is easily debunked. And I have to be like, is this person a fucking idiot? So I'm not really a fan because of that. But but I'm just like everyone else. I'm human. I have my moments of like, I don't know, feel like a conspiracy, you know? Yeah. I and AI feels like a conspiracy it feel like a grift not a conspiracy it feels like a grift right now un- until they can get the technology up to the point that they can do these things for as of right now yes it's a big ass especially grift. the way that like someone wrote in and said automation is getting labeled ai as well and i'm yes. like right it's not an ai mcdonald's it's fucking automated it's different DNA results. I work in cybersecurity and the conf- and at conferences they bring up why people should stay away from DNA test kits. The reason you shouldn't do 23andMe and any of these other DNA kits is because they can be used against you. For example, insurance companies and employers want your DNA information. From your DNA, they can see if you have a genetic predisposition to certain diseases. So if you have a gene that makes you more likely to develop Alzheimer's, that will be more expensive for insurance companies. Since it is in your DNA, showed you have a higher likelihood of Alzheimer's. Oh, wait, I said, yeah, that is a pre-existing condition, and they can deny you or charge you higher rates. Law enforcement also wants your DNA, too. 23andMe is required by law to comply with valid court orders, subpoena, and search warrants for genetic or personal information. Lastly, the folks at the Pentagon have said, y'all need to stop doing these consumer DNA kits. Yeah, that's fine. I've never done one, but once again, I just want to say, the reasoning of don't do it because somebody might, DNA will be linked to a crime, is not kind of a non-starter to me just because of the types of crimes we're talking about. If this was like they were taking DNA on car robberies or some like car break-ins, I'd be like, yeah, don't do that. But so far it seems to be like sexual assault. And I'm I'm not more than anything trying else, to protect right. the sexual assaulters that may share my DNA. Like, nigga, you the South Side rapist, go to jail. I'm sorry. 
what the fuck how why am i in it you know but i did a 23 and me kid about four years ago after all that my grandpa used to tell us his daddy like i didn't know it was four years ago my grandpa used to tell us his daddy was ch- part Choctaw Indian. I wanted to see if he was making that up. Niggas love to claim they got some Indian in them because they got a curly hair pattern. They do. I did find a bunch of white Southern people I shared DNA with. Wonder how. I'm assuming they are descendants of the folks who owned my family at one time. So now I'm not reaching out to see how we share DNA. I already have an idea. Yeah, yeah. The, I've seen a few of those specials on TV. I'm sorry. It's not funny because it's really serious. But whatever they have, like, the black person that goes to meet the white people, and I'm like, why? You American. You know what happened. Like, the the best case scenario is someone's like, uh, yeah, granddaddy was cheating on mama. Like, it's never, like, it's not good. Anyway. But some, some young girl found me on there. She was born in the late 90s. She said her mother was a Hispanic prostitute, and uh and she was told her dad was black and one of her mama's regulars per our dna we're second cousins so i'm assuming one of our cousins was cheating on their wives during that time i've asked my aunt and she kept that baby good for her and i've asked my aunts which one they suspect i was told don't be asking questions like that don't bring that up anymore that means that are you trying to ruin somebody's family just let it be that girl needs to move on and this is another reason DNA kits should not be done. Some of y'all past mistakes are looking for you. LOL. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> that is funny. Um, you know, the other thing I was thinking, too, was there's probably people that took the 23 and me because black folks so weird about family and family history and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you all, like, there's so many secrets and just don't ask that. It's like, fuck, man, let me just take a test. Mm-hmm. Mr. Span says, just a quick tidbit. In regards to the story about Oprah and her weight journey, where in the story they referenced to drugs like Ozempic as a weight loss drug, Rod, of course, had it right that it was never marketed as a weight loss drug, but weight loss is kind of a side effect of taking these medications. It just made me think about how they stumbled upon Viagra. Yes. They were searching for a cure to mark to make pattern baldness, uh, and I guess a cure to pattern baldness, and to male pattern baldness, okay. And the dudes taking the trial realized they were pitching tents trying to get their hairline back makes you wonder how many ah. of the drugs we take now were meant to treat one thing and now we're taking them something else entirely and some we never know what to do without them oh, i'm sure of it mm-hmm. um and that's always why the uh and, and there's stuff that happens in labs and trials and just accidents that's why you, a lot of drugs would be like do not take it pregnant and shit like that and you're like why would a pregnant woman take viagra it's like because they found out some shit yes yeah, i don't know what pregnant, somebody fucked with something yes. and they was like whoop can't do that Mm-mm. baby came out raging hard on it's gotta stop <laughs> uh kind of makes you think of who was the first nigga to put two and two together that ate this mushroom you be tripping balls oh uh, yeah eat this mushroom you'll be tripping balls for a couple of days and then who's the nigga to say yes that's a fucking excellent idea i'm always thinking of who was the first one to do something <laughs> lately somebody had to be the first lately my who was the first is who was the first person to be like we gotta rotate this chicken Cause that motherfucker's a genius, ain't they though? The one, cause you know everybody used to cook the chicken over the fire or whatever. But the dude that like took the time, set up the sticks, put the stuck the 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 stick through the chicken, you know, probably seasoned it up. He probably knew how to season it mm-hmm. then, and he started spinning that shit. And they like, look at this nigga spinning the chicken, boy. If you don't, we just ready to eat some chicken. My chicken was done in ten minutes, and he like, nah, just spin it for an hour. I know. Slow and, then, and low. You know, they, yep. was, they was like, this nigga heat ain't even high. 
Right. And then the first time they tried some of that they motherfucking bit, rotisserie. They bit into that bitch. That was like, ooh, child. Who put the rotation on this shit? Not the rotation. Yeah, yeah see, that's the See, see that's, the, that's, that's probably how you got rotisserie, see? That's what I'm saying. That's what it means. Rotisserie, rotating. Oh. Yeah. It's just like, you got to rotate this shit. I did not know, y'all. Uh, so Simone writes in, didn't want to leave a second voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. Hope my voicemail didn't sound too crazy. I'm taking everything to get rid of this cold and flu. Thankfully, I'm negative for COVID because once was enough. Back to the Grammys Hip Hop 50. I realized that in order to enjoy nostalgia, I had to go back to just enjoying the product and not think as much about the artist when I can. Right. Sometimes being on social media, you can forget about the fun and enjoyment of music because it's all made by people. And so many times we learn so much about them. It's disappointing or worse. I know y'all get it and hope you had a good time if you watched it. I struggled to choose a favorite part. But the Native Tons, the Fresh Prince, and Jazzy Jeff were mine. I'm going to back to the meds and to catch up on the blackout tips. Hopefully I'll hear this feedback show before next week. Love y'all. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I hope you feel better. Me too. And uh yeah. Um I mostly I it look, it's just the way I'm made. I'm not this is not me coming down or trying to change anyone's mind. It, this is not a agree or disagree thing. I'm just telling you how I'm made. It's a little bit different from most people. I can enjoy things from horrible people without feeling like I'm co-signing that person. Me too. Is it, maybe it's just the era I was raised in. I don't know. Or maybe it's just I've it might just be that I've always been a little bit more empathetic and conscientious than most of my peers. So I've always been aware of this um, conundrum and the way that a lot of people seem to have just come to this awareness in the, since the internet, really, of like, but what if Puff Daddy's a bad person? What if Kanye is not a good person and I enjoy his music? I... I, when I was younger, I I thought the things they were saying were bad. Like, just because they were popular and stuff, I never thought I would live my life like this or this makes it okay because right. it rhymes or because I think this guy is cool. It was always like, yeah, he sells drugs on this album, but I don't actually think that shit is cool. I wouldn't hang out with people that, you know, uh, did the violence that was on some of these gang albums and shit. But, yeah, rap, it sounds cool. But no, I don't. I don't want to be like that. So agreed. Um, and I didn't see them as heroes and stuff. Mm-mm. And you know, I, the same thing with sports figures, musicians. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a weird line because I find myself being less curious about art than I probably should be compared to how much art I like. But I almost never watch documentaries about musicians and artists and how they make stuff. I know people that are obsessed with that. Bobani watches all that stuff. He knows all that stuff. Encyclopedic knowledge of just tidbits about stuff and i'm so un- i'm just like was the album slapping to me or, or not? not and my whole life is i'm not saying it's a good thing my whole life i've just been like that mm-hmm. i don't know i don't even know why if i think somebody it's almost as if to a certain extent i don't want maybe i don't want to get attached to them like nope. i don't need to think you're a good guy a hero or whatever because when it inevitably does turn out that you're just a person and you're fallible like everybody else, I'm like, yep, that's checks out. And, you know, Dark Twisted Fantasy still an um, amazing album. Still a banger. But, uh, you know, and I'm not celebrating it either. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, I listen to I listen. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's whatever. It's, he made a good album. The rest of it really ain't got shit to do with me. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. But, yeah, John writes in, good morning, Rod and Karen comedians trying to come up with jokes and about beating women has the same energy as elon musk tweeting the, tweeting all these ticking time bomb ticking time ticking bomb 
hypothetical scenarios to justify having his AI say write the N-word. I didn't even know he was doing that, but Mm -mm. it checks. It makes sense. Rod, how did you get Reddit to show you your year-end review? They just sent me an email. I don't know if I signed up for it or if it's in my notifications. It was like, send me an email. But they literally just sent me an email. I clicked on it, and it was like, you like snakes. You like, what is this snake? (laughs) I want to see mine because, like you, I mainly use it for porn and kink discussions. Don't sleep on Jigglefuck. Uh, I've seen Jigglefuck. Come on, bro. Come on. (laughs) You're not talking to amateur hour over here. (laughs) Uh, Cheers and stay safe. Yeah, now, also, the thing is, I don't really participate in discussions on Reddit. Anything Mm -mm. that, when I say looking at butts and stuff, I mean, looking. I don't mean like like here's a here's your up arrow. You know, I always show a little appreciation, but like I'm never like Janet Jackman was my favorite too. You know what else was gonna happen? Like I like and I see those people making comments. I'm not knocking them. Not this isn't a uh, this isn't me joking about them being weird. But it's just literally like I, I that's not what I came for. So I wonder if you're participating in kink discussions, as you said. I wonder if it would show up in yours in a way it won't show up in mine. Cause That's a possibility, I'm, right? I'm just liking these not safe for work things and moving on. Yeah. But the stuff that I did discuss, like the Hornets, um, I love a few jokes and what snake is this every once in a while. When did you actually participate? Those were the ones that showed me, but I think that it's only because those were safe for work. Ah, okay. So I don't think it's, you know, but anyway, I don't know how to get it. I would Google it. I'm sure there's some way. Uh, our boy, uh, Ahmad, Okay, infrared crypto wrote in just to tell us i want to thank you for playing my music between the re- before the regular news segment and jamming to it hearing the tracks played on one of my favorite podcasts truly makes my day hey man i'm glad we can make your day mm-hmm. and you make our days listening to your beats mm-hmm. additionally i'm sending another batch of beats for the segment hopefully these sounds are just as solid as the other tracks we've heard so far well we're two for two right now player okay i already played two of them today uh so yeah and we'll continue to intersperse them throughout the week and and wrap them in with our other tracks that people mm-hmm. send in we love that man um crystal says lastly walmart self-checkout hello rod and karen this is my second email this week guess i'm on a roll i was re-listening to the who news episode where all were you all are discussing about self-checkout so yesterday while at walmart i was purchasing some things and while the cashier was helping me i guess the supervisor came over and wanted her to sign some paperwork why they were having a discussion right next to the to the customer i have no idea but the gist of the conversation i guess was that it was a write-up for the cashier, but the manager was trying to make it sound like it was just a formality because it was a training issue. Apparently, I guess at the self-checkout, somebody's card didn't go through, and they must have left, and they were blaming the cashier for it. She, of course, refused to sign the paperwork. You're goddamn right. She sounded pretty young and had a heavy accent, so I'm not sure if they just thought she would sign it, given that she was uh-huh. possibly an immigrant and young at that, but I wanted to tell her... I would not assign that either. That isn't your fault. And that's what she kept telling the lady as I said, as, as I'm not signing this, uh, this wasn't my fault. And so the lady essentially initially tried to make it seem like it was no big deal, that it was just a formality. And then she had to go, Oh, well, if you don't want to sign it, then I guess you can speak with the manager, but she seemed kind of disappointed. So I think they thought they were going to get over it get over on her to make her take the fall for it. And I felt really bad for her. Correct. I wanted to kind of give her a high five for standing up for herself because yeah, if you having to if if you uh having to manage upwards of six to eight sex checkouts like the one at the local Walmart, um yeah, you you how do you expect her to have like run after this person like 
how was that her fault and what was she supposed to do because also as far as i know there's no con uh, no contact rule when i used to work at kroger in the pharmacy department yeah they fire you for interacting one of the workers ran out to people who were still in there one of the times i think he might have gotten hurt and ended up being fired because you're not supposed to be running out to shoplifters like yeah you're to defer them defer them but you can't actually put hands on them so mm -hmm. it's like well how is that the cashier's fault, especially at the self checkout? Anyways, just wanted to write in, just kind of give a little, give a little bit of seeing this because I thought it was just crazy. Yeah, I, I think it's dope that person stood up for themselves because I, I know it's hard. That's hard. A lot of people would have folded and be like, "Well, just fuck it and just take that ding on their record." But they was like, "No, it's not my fault. I'm not signing this." And you know, it's one of the things they can't make you sign shit. Basically, you you're not signing saying I don't agree with this bullshit. You're writing me up for something that, that was not my fault. So we're gonna have to talk about this, discuss this. I'm not signing a motherfucking thing. Yeah, but shout out to her for standing up for herself. That's mm -hmm. dope. And um, man, that's that's crazy because, like I said, they basically had these people doing the work of six people. Yes, and trying to act like it's self checkout. It's easy for everybody. It's like no, you're just cutting back on workers. And I, it's so crazy because, like, Walmart builds their fucking stores with 57 aisles and, like, to be open. Right. Um, all right. We got some cards in the mail, and I'm mailing y'all's cards out by next week. Uh, Yay. Uh, this is from our girl, uh, Erica. Um, and it says, Happy 24. It's like a New Year's card. And it's her and her dog. Oh, precious. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, personalized and shit. Yeah, this is classy as hell. It says, here's to a year radiant with possibilities and illuminated by love. Wishing you and yours a beautiful holiday season as we bid farewell to one year and welcome another. I'm sending you my warmest wishes for 2024. May this new year unravel itself to be a year of great health, countless blessings, and boundless prosperity. Cheers to a fresh start and the brighter days ahead with love, Erica. Thank you, Erica. Oh, yeah, I got some more cars to hold on like y'all grandma. Yep, she does love the uh she does love being old happy you were right happy uh, was absolutely right i do i got every card that was ever sent to us this is from akua and shane and tink it says happy holiday and it's got some glitter on it i don't know if y'all can see the glittery Aww. thing and they outside precious they got one of them tables that got the fire in it okay y'all living life y'all living life out here uh and on the back it says happy holidays sending you all our love this holiday season wishing you much joy in the new year cheers the smiths oh and on the back it's got a cat it's in a box because cats love boxes i don't even know why people buy stuff to put cats in yeah just get a just box get an amazon box lay it down cat house <laughs> yes a cat have a fucking field day yeah oh look at the sticker on this one on the back this is from Victoria. Oh, the sticker is a little black woman in a dress. Child, y'all be finding that ebony section, or mahogany section, as they call it. <laughs> yeah, the ebony section is a little different. <laughs> my, my, that's, that's, that's the wrong section. Wrong that's, section. That's, the, that's the Reddit I be on. <laughs> yeah, I meant mahogany. My bad. That's they wear for black. Uh, and it's on the front, it's all gold. It says, Happy Holidays. It's so shiny and reflective. You can actually see it in the camera. Dear Rod and Karen. Uh, so it says, with warm wishes for a holiday season that is memorable and meaningful, beautiful and bright. And then she wrote, you know, the personalized. I love the podcast. Thank you for all the laughs. Merry Christmas always. And then uh, she signs it in cursive, which I always have a hard time reading. But I assume it's. Uh, 
what was on the envelope, which is Victoria. Oh. Thank you, everybody. We love this time of year. We We love getting this stuff. And like I said, I'll mail y'all cars out soon. Uh, we, we, we reached a hundred basically. So, you know, I, I think maybe there's one or two left, but I really think it's like a hundred. Matter of fact, I'm looking at it and tell y'all, but I think, you know, we going to be out of cards is the point. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We're at 95. So yeah, we only would have five left. So thank you everybody. We appreciate y'all. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to y'all, uh, throughout the week until next time. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>